This is an All Ears English Podcast, episode 2095. How to avoid this common English grammar trap. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Today, we answer a listener question about neither nor in English. We share a simple pro tip for avoiding this English grammar trap, so you have one less thing to worry about. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, Aubrey. How's everything going today? I am great. I'm loving this painting behind you. If you guys aren't watching on YouTube, it's so <laughs> colorful and fun. It's true. It's true. I am podcasting today from a different office in the city of Pittsburgh. So super excited to be here traveling the country and making my way back home. So Aubrey, would you say that either of us are lazy? No, neither of us are lazy. We are definitely um, I not feel like lazy. I know you well enough to know that like you're a hustler. You're always working, working long hours, yes. very busy. And I'm the same, right? We are cramming everything <laughs> we can into every moment of the day. It's very rare that I even have a chance to just like sit and do nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just not a thing anymore, Aubrey. It's no. not a thing anymore. We we like to stay busy. We like to get things done and just keep moving, you know, the pace of things. But Aubrey, I have a question for you here about our opening today. All right. So when you answered, when you answered me, answered my question, why didn't you say neither you nor I are lazy? What would you say? Really good question, right? I, it's too formal. It's too long. I almost never use that structure. It's correct grammar, sure, but I don't hear it often. I don't say it often. Maybe if I were trying to impress during a, a, a you know, presentation or in a job meeting, something like that, a, an interview, maybe I would use it. But in day-to-day -day conversation, we don't very often, right? Yeah, it's true. You know, we, again, our whole motto, our philosophy is connection, not perfection. So what we want to do is bring our English to a place where the goal is connection. And if we sound too fancy, too formal, too disjointed, we're not going to connect. Right. Right? Exactly. We got a really good question about this, you guys, that we are going to share. And the tricky thing is, intentionally or not, native English speakers often avoid this construction also because we're avoiding an English grammar trap that a we trap. are going to share with you and pro tips on how to avoid it. Um, so let's dive into this question and then we'll okay. share what we're talking about. Like, what's the trap? Why is this tricky? So we can help you guys avoid it. 
All right. So I'm going to go ahead and read the question from our listener. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So the listener says, Dear Lindsay, Michelle, and Aubrey, I hope this message finds you well. I wanted to express my deep appreciation for your podcast. Your conversations and role plays have made learning English so much fun and have greatly enhanced my language skills outside the classroom. Uh, Aubrey, I love a lot of our listeners say that they love our role plays. That is so good. Yes, I know. And I, I can understand why, because they when we write them, it's exactly how we would speak. Right. Yes. We're just writing it very much like this is how I would have a real conversation with this vocabulary. I think it's so helpful. It's so true. OK, I will go ahead and read the rest of the question. I have a question regarding English grammar that has been puzzling me, which is about using neither and nor in sentences. For example, I've been taught to say neither you nor I am responsible for this. But recently, I've been corrected by Grammarly and Chad G GPT saying neither you nor I are responsible for this is right. So I asked one of my native English teachers and he said are is actually the way to go. I even checked the Longman Dictionary and it mentioned that am is more formal while are is more casual. That got me confused. I would appreciate it if you could talk about how to use neither nor correctly. Your advice would mean a lot to me. Thank you so much for your time and for providing a fantastic resource for English learners like me. Warm regards. And this is from Stephanie from Taiwan. Nice. Yeah, shout out to Stephanie for this amazing question. It's mm -hmm. so great when you guys send something specific where you send what you heard, maybe a correction that a native speaker did. This makes it so easy to build a very clear, concise episode around this. So by the end, you guys will know exactly how to use this structure. Yes. And I love that our listeners are using all the tools available to them. A native English yes. tutor, Grammarly, Chad GPT, the Longman Dictionary. That's kind of how you figure something out is by consulting multiple sources and bringing the answers together and comparing them. Don't you think, Aubrey? Absolutely. But just like Stephanie found, sometimes all this does is confuse you more <laughs> because with yeah. this grammar point, it's very difficult because even grammar experts don't all agree. Just like mm, Stephanie okay. found different you know, um, the AP style book or Longman, like there are different experts, grammarians, oh. who will give you different advice. Interesting. So we are going to give you insight into this grammar and share how you can avoid this problem entirely. One good thing is that both, both work, both are accepted, even though Grammarly is correcting sometimes. I put these both into Grammarly and both were correct, were accepted as correct. So this is mm -hmm. tricky. It can be tricky where you're like, wait, I see both ways, which is correct. And sometimes yeah. the answer is both are correct. Yeah, that's where we want you guys to be is in a place at that near native level, that almost 99% fluency mm -hmm. where you know the rules, but you also know there are places where the rules are, there are a few options, right? Or exactly. that you can break the rules in some cases if you are going for connection and native fluency. So all right, Aubrey, then let's get into it. I guess we have two options here when it comes exactly. to... Exactly. Yeah. Right, because we want to look at this, you know, our, our conversation at the top of the episode where, you know, you were saying, why didn't you say neither you nor I are lazy? The mm -hmm. question is, one will sound more correct to us based on what we're used to hearing. Okay. So which sounds more correct to you, Lindsay? <clears throat> neither you nor I are lazy or neither you nor I am lazy. Oh, I think the first one. 
feels feels more natural to me, Aubrey. What about you? Do you have a different yeah, and opinion? They, I feel like they really both sound correct to me. There's an, neither of these. It's funny because we go, Americans go back and forth from saying neither and neither. You're going to hear mm-hmm. both from Lindsay throughout. Yes, I've heard you say both. I've said both because <laughs> both are like equally correct to us. We hear both. So we apologize if that's confusing. Neither and neither are both acceptable (laughs) pronunciations of that word to us. So you'll hear us say both, right? Yeah. And and I'm glad you just said that, Aubrey, because I want to make sure our listeners know that is not the topic of today's episode, right? right? It's not about that confusion of neither, neither. That would be much easier. And that is also either one is okay. (laughs) Exactly. Both are okay in the States. I think in England, neither. I've heard that some Mm. some British English speakers have corrected me, been like, it's neither and either. So I think those in other English speaking country, but in America, you can use both. No one's going to bat an eye. (laughs) But anyway, so to get back to this really quickly, it's really interesting because there is no wrong answer, right? Some grammarians will say option one is the correct way. So let's go into that first. These two options that we gave you and you're like, okay, the first one sounds kind of right to me. And I'm like, they kind of both sound right. Both are acceptable depending on which grammar resource you're looking at, which expert you're talking to. So let's look at option one first. Okay. So option one is what it is. Neither you nor I are responsible for for this. Right, Aubrey? Yep. And you will hear that that is correct because neither you nor I is taken as a whole unit. And because it's two people, the verb should be plural, are. Neither you nor I are responsible. So that is not wrong. A lot of resources will tell you that that's correct. But option two, other grammarians, grammar experts will argue, what, Lindsay, what is option two grammar-wise? They will argue that you you should say, neither you nor I am responsible for this. And what is the rationale behind that, Aubrey? Tell us about that. Yeah, this is a grammar principle called proximity concord that Mm. governs this. And that means that the closest subject to the verb determines whether it is singular or plural. So because I is closest to the verb, you should say I am. And so we'd say neither you nor I am responsible for this. So Grammar experts don't agree. That makes it really difficult in English when we can't just say, this is the correct grammar rule. Do this, right? Like you said, Lindsay, the good news is both are correct. You don't need to stress about it. But at the beginning of the episode, I called it a grammar trap. Why is that? (laughs) Well, I think a lot of native speakers don't necessarily know, right? right? And so they probably do things to kind of move around this and avoid it. Is that exactly. what you mean? Like that, yes, because yeah. even grammar experts disagree. So whichever you use, someone might tell you you're wrong if they're <laughs> using prescriptive grammar and trying to correct you because they think one or the other is right. They're used to hearing one or the other is right. Right. Grammarly might even or chat GPT might correct you because that's been programmed by someone who thinks one or the other is right. 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 So I, I plugged so it into Grammarly and both were accepted as correct. The Grammarly.com sentence checker accepted both of these as correct. So it all depends on who plugged the grammar rule that they agree with in because grammar experts don't agree. And I think this is a great, you know, on this show, guys, we will show you when grammar is important to be correct. There's a lot of examples in which you have to be correct, right? We are not trying to say you can say anything and everything is fine. There are times when you have to say it correctly. And if you don't, it will prevent connection. But this is one example where Yes, it's a little bit more loose. You do have two options. And if you get stuck on which is correct, you are 
you are preventing connection. Okay. Exactly. You don't want to get stuck. So we have a pro tip for you guys to remove the problem. And I saw a lot of grammar experts um, suggesting this online as well, because Mm. the reason it's a trap is depending on who you're talking to, they might think you're wrong. So you can easily remove the problem, which I did naturally in that conversation at the top of the episode. It's a little too formal. It's kind of too long. And so often we just remove it entirely. Also because... We're not yeah. sure what the grammar is, right? And so are we removing neither or neither? <laughs> is that what we're taking out entirely? The structure, neither nor? Exactly, right? There are mm-hmm. other ways to say this. We're going to give you two options to just remove that entirely. You don't I need like it. it. It's kind of long. It's kind of formal. Natives really don't use that structure that often. You know, and really so don't. use these other ways instead so that you don't risk having someone say, you're saying that wrong. And then you have to say, actually, grammar experts disagree. Nobody agrees about that. Right. And these are the tricks that native speakers do use. So let's give our listeners two ways they could do this. All right. So the first is to use a compound subject, right? Instead, you can say, you and I are not responsible for this. You and I is a plural compound subject. So you see you're removing the neither nor Mm -hmm. and just instead making you and I a compound subject. And then because it's compound subject, you and I are. So let me say let me say the example of how it would be Perfect. using using neither nor and you can correct it or tell us an, a better way. Give you the better it's option. The yes. That is your option. <laughs> All right, so here is the old way, the difficult way. Neither Maria mm-hmm. nor I are able to make it to the meeting. Aubrey, what would you can it be? say instead, right? Maria and I are not able to attend the meeting. Okay. All right. Remove yes. the problem, right? I love yes. it. So here's another example. You correct me, Lindsay. Well, not correct me, but you give okay. us the Easier option. Yes. Neither he nor I can hear the speaker. So we could say he and I both can't hear the speaker. And would you say there's a slight meaning difference between the two? What do you think, Aubrey? I don't think so. Not, not, I mean, not uh, a negligible difference, let's say, right? Not Not big enough that you can't use this interchangeably, right? It's the same meaning. He and I both can't hear the speaker means the same as neither he nor I can hear the speaker. Yeah, I think the first one has maybe a slight meaning difference in the sense that maybe Maria and I are considered more of a unit and together we were planning to attend uh, in this Maria and I can are not able to attend the meeting, whereas neither Maria nor I are able to make it to the meeting. It may have been that we would have attended independently but I think in terms of the practicality of this, it doesn't matter. That's what Absolutely. I would Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And you can see from that first example, right? Neither Maria nor I are able to make the meeting. There's that chance that someone would be like, uh, you should be saying neither Maria nor I am able to make it to the meeting. <laughs> so just avoid it. This meaning is definitely close enough that instead you can use a compound subject. I love it. Okay, so that is the first strategy to just... Follow this pro tip from Aubrey and remove the problem. What would be the second pro tip strategy? Yeah. So the second one is if the subjects are known, right? If we already know you're talking about you and Maria, or you already know you're talking about this other, like if people are named, then you can just use the pronoun we and say, we aren't responsible for this, right? Yeah. So for example, here's the neither nor, neither you nor I can make it to the meeting. What could you say instead? We can't make it to the meeting. Right. The meaning is the same. It is, I wouldn't say less, it's certainly formal enough for any situation, but you can see how the neither you nor I is a little more formal and definitely longer. And therefore there are multiple reasons to avoid it. 
Yes, I love it. And here's another example. Neither he nor I like fish. And say, we don't like fish or simple. we both don't like fish. Ah, I love simple things. Uh, simplicity is what we all want in our lives, isn't it, Aubrey? Exactly, <laughs> it's what I want right? And every time we talk about grammar like this, it's so interesting to think about, like, what is the best way to learn grammar? Mm, it really is, Aubrey, for sure. So the way that we learned, you know, for example, when I learned French in school, I was mm. memorizing grammar rules. I was getting stressed out walking into the classroom. I was writing verb conjugations over and over. It didn't work for me. And what really worked was, you know, being immersed and using a different method. Right? Exactly. Right. There are so many resources available to us. So many other methods we can use now. Like the more I use the Rosetta Stone app, the more I realize that this is a much better way to learn grammar. Yes, because it's woven into lessons, right? So you learn grammar on Rosetta Stone as you learn how to actually speak. And I think that is a much more organic way to do it, Aubrey. Exactly, right? You guys don't want to be memorizing grammar rules and verb conjugations when you have the option of using an app like Rosetta Stone instead, where you're seeing pictures and you're learning the language along with the grammar in a proven, effective way. I love it. Guys, we're excited to be able to offer you an amazing discount as part of our partnership with Rosetta Stone this year. Yes, for a very limited time, you guys can get lifetime access to 25 different languages. It really is a good deal. We love lifetime access. Just $179 for a lifetime membership. That is 40% off the normal price just for Allers English listeners. Yes, you guys can get this deal at rosettastone.com slash A-E-E, and be sure to use coupon code A-E-E. Right. That is spelled R-O-S-E-T-T-A-S-T-O-N-E dot com slash A-E-E. Guys, go on over, type that into your cert, into your URL bar right now, and get started with this deal today. Good stuff. All right. Awesome. Let's dive into a role play here so we can show this grammar in a very natural conversation in this role play. You and I have just arrived at a friend's party. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. I'll I'm start ready. us out. Yeah. We both didn't bring anything. At least it's not just me. I wasn't sure if this was a potluck. Mm, Jason told me they were catering all the food, so we didn't need to bring anything. Oh, good to know. And you and I both didn't dress up. I was hoping it was casual. I wasn't sure either, but it looks like everyone else is casual. Thank goodness. Aubrey, have you ever done that? Have you ever <laughs> arrived at a party? Yes, absolutely. Actually, this happened to me very recently where some friends and I were going to go to this fun new bar. It's called Station 18 in Phoenix. It was really fun. It's like you step on and it's like you're on a train. They have like sort of... um you know, the video on the screen. So it looks like the countryside is going by. It was really fun. But <laughs> when I showed up at my friend's house, they were all in these really cute cocktail dresses. And I was in like a t-shirt and jean shorts. It is the worst I like, feeling. Oh, I am oh. severely underdressed. It is the worst feeling in the world. It's happened to me once. And I mean, my partner was so mad at me. I was so mad at myself. Ooh. It was just bad. We were immediately like, where can we go? You know? Right. What do we do? Clothing. Where do we go find we me a dress? Do? Yeah. Oh, Luckily, my so friend had just a little dress she had gotten on Amazon that I was able to put on that fit really cute. I was like, okay, <laughs> luckily. Oh, it's so bad. That is the worst social moment. <laughs> All right. Let's go back through this and let's see you know, what we did here to avoid this yes. neither nor, this pro tip strategy. Yeah. So the very first I used that second tip, I just said, oh, we both didn't bring anything. And 
it would feel too formal and too long for me to see neither say neither you nor I brought anything. So I just yeah. eliminate it, right? Yeah. We both didn't bring anything. All right. So it, this is not just about avoiding grammar that you're not sure about or that there are two correct ways to do it. It's also it's too formal and too right. wordy and too disjointed, right? Exactly. It feels like a textbook. And we're trying to get away from the textbook, Aubrey. Exactly. That's the main thing, right? I get this question. I'm like, well, first of all, I, I almost never say, I can't even yeah. think of the last time I said neither you nor I, because <laughs> it's just really formal for day-to-day -day conversation. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then same thing for me, right? It would have been too formal for me to say. So what did I actually say? I said, Jason told me they were catering all the food, so we didn't need to bring anything. Right. So it was the we that I used here, Aubrey. Uh huh. Exactly. Use yeah. that second option to, to say we, because oh, so yeah, that would be so formal to say neither you nor you I nor needed I. to bring something. No, throw that out the window. No. <laughs> what else? <laughs> and said just, we didn't need to bring anything. Perfect. Yes. And what did you and do? And then I said, oh, good to know. You and I both didn't dress up. Right. And I could say neither you nor I dressed up, but it's just no. that little bit too formal for day to day conversations. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't use that. Instead, I'm going to say, we both didn't dress up or, oh, you and I both didn't dress up. All right. I love it. This is a great, I love your pro tips, Aubrey. They are such great shortcuts to connection. Yes. Yeah. And that's the key, right? If you can have just a way to avoid really tricky grammar that even grammar experts don't agree on, and it makes you sound more native and natural, win-win. Yeah. And do we really want to spend our social opportunities for connection, that time debating over grammar? Or do we want to spend that time getting into asking the person what they care about in the world? What are they passionate about? What do they do with their lives? I personally exactly. want to spend my time talking about passions. Uh, right? Such a good point, right? Yes, English grammar does contain some traps like this that you can just avoid. And though it's unlikely that a native speaker is going to stop you and be like, I think you should have used am instead of are. That's very <laughs> unlikely. But there is a chance someone will hear it and just think, it's wrong because that's not yes. the way they're used to hearing it. That's not the way they were taught. So use this pro tip and just avoid it entirely. Yeah, I know we'll get some comments on this episode, Aubrey, from teachers. But you know what? We know our value here at All Ears English. Like we know where we are driving our listeners. We're driving you guys towards connection, not perfection. So we're changing the goal here on this show. We want Absolutely. you to connect. And that's where this advice is going to take you to connection. And that's that's happiness in life. Exactly. Yeah, That's the goal. And actually, I'm really curious if there are English teachers listening to this, there's a chance that they will go and research this like I did yeah. and see that different grammar sources, grammar experts disagree, and they might sort of rethink that what they've always taught as correct. Because yeah. when grammar yeah. experts disagree, who's to say who's right? Yeah. So we're challenging our industry here and helping yeah. our listeners. I love it. Guys, don't forget to go and get the special deal that we've arranged just for you over at Rosetta Stone. So go to rosettastone.com slash A-E-E -E and get started with that special deal. Good stuff, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out today. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. See you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. <laughs>